0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. So this week we're going to do things a little bit differently, kind of a two-part podcast. And then later in the week we're going to do our regular podcast, just going around sports for the week. So the two-part podcast is for the NFL. We're going to break it up between the two leagues. Um, NFC is today, first one. We're going to rank each division one through four. Then we're going to go through the playoffs all the way up to the Super Bowl. And then go out with the awards. And then tomorrow on Tuesday we are going to release the AFC then go awards, lead it all the way up to the Super Bowl, and then make our Super Bowl picks. Um, and then we'll have our regular one for you on Thursday, I believe. So follow us at Sorry Sports on Twitter, at Sorry underscore Sports on Instagram. And as always, check out SorrySports.com and enjoy the pod. All right, we are back. It's a sorry to interrupt podcast. This is the NFL preview. So the format of it is we're going to go NFC first, pick our champs. Then we're going to go AFC, which is going to be released tomorrow. On Tuesday, we're going to give you the Super Bowl champs and some
1: uh, some MVP and Rookie of the Year picks. So. Let's get it started, man. How are you, Sean? Doing great, bro. This is gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to this. You said before, no rants, no reactions. Let's nope. just let's just everybody's you know, got a chance. Go with everybody's our knowledge. Let's go with our and gut. Nothing, right exactly. now. Exactly, zero on zero. Let's so, see. Uh,
0: let's get it started with the NFC East. Um, do you? So you want to go four to one, one to four? go one four all right absolutely the best all right so i am leading it off with the philadelphia eagles i think that they peaked a year early and i think that they're going to be they're going to be even better this year uh they improve their d-line even more uh they're the rating super bowl champs i don't think they're going to have a super bowl hangover they have an elite defense overall a really good qb in wentz when he's coming back and a more than serviceable nick Foles who proved it throughout the playoffs last year a really good RB core with J. A. and and the rest of the yeah, guys. I don't think over Peterson
1: there. is going to allow them to have a Super Bowl hangover just like what you were saying is he, they they play with a chip on their shoulder and they they always think they're the underdog. That was kind of their mantra last year going through to to Super Bowl uh, in Minneapolis. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do. I I really believe that when it's all said and done they're going to be a top 2 seed in the NFC and and they're going to they're going to take the NFC East crown for sure.
0: Yeah, man, I, c- I couldn't agree with you more. So moving on to the number two team, I'm going to go with the New York Giants. Um, they have a lot of offensive weapons, including a new guy, Shaquan Barkley, who you know they use the number two pick on. They're really, really going all in on Eli this year. I think Eli, with all these weapons and a much-improved offensive line, is going to be a lot better. A locked-in happy Odell Beckham Jr. Sterling Shepard, the, probably the best wide receiver out of the slot in the last three years, and Evan Ingram, Is a very, very good tight end. I think he's going to be a top five, top six tight end this season. Not to mention that, you know, they got Ogletree. They kind of shored up their defense a little bit more. Corners are very scary. Very scary. Um, when you got Eli Apple starting, that's not a good thing, especially no, when he's fighting not. with his own teammates and basically self, self-imploding. self But I think the offense is going to be much improved, and I think the defense is going to be serviceable. I don't know how you feel being a Giants fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pick them as the second team in the East. Um, although I, I agree with a lot of what you said, but the offensive line still really scares me. Uh, Will Hernandez was a really good pick, basically a first-round talent at the beginning of the second round. At a UTEP, um, signing Nate Solder, I thought was a really good move, but about a lot of money into that. Um, Who's your number two team? My number two team would be Dallas. Okay, I was just gonna. I was. Let me, I'm let down me move Dallas. in. Yeah, I know, but you know what? To me, is even though they've had some injuries on that offensive line, I still think that Ezekiel Elliott running running behind that line, which is still one of the best in football, even with the injuries. Uh, they lost Jason Witten, but but I think Dak Prescott's going to have a much better year this year. I think that last year. He didn't have his security blanket uh, in Elliott for most of the season. He kind of went through some growing pains. I do think that he's a better quarterback than he showed last year. I think the defense is going to have a little bit of a turnaround, and they're going to play well.
0: The only I thing just, I worry about uh, with the Dallas defense is they're super dependent on Sean Lee, and that guy gets hurt. Like he gets week. hurt
1: all the time, but I'll tell you this. I'm picking them more as the second team, more because I don't have as much confidence in the Giants. As you might, I think that the Giants are a team that has a lot of smokescreen. This this team has on paper the talent to be a playoff fringe team, or definitely the second best in the division. But I think they could also implode if things don't go right. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go Dallas too, more of a product, more as a product of the Giants not being as good in my opinion a, as you do. Okay,
0: and then. Finally, I guess my number three team was the Cowboys. We already mentioned that. I'm gonna keep them down below. I think them and the Washington Redskins. For me, the Cowboys. I think their defensive is way too reliant on a player that gets hurt all the time. He's the general of that defense. He, you know, when they when he plays, they play well. When he doesn't, which is a lot, they don't play as well. Offensive line's a little banged up. Still, one of the better offensive lines in the NFL, and they really don't have many weapons aside from his, from Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, I know they they brought in the wide receiver out of Jacksonville. I know they drafted a wide receiver in the third round this year, Gallup. But I, you know, I they really don't have too many weapons. Not to mention that they don't have a tight end. So and. And they also just cut Dan Bailey, who was probably the best kicker of all time statistically. Um, yeah, once again, I, I
1: just I don't have more as of much a confidence in the Giants. You. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. I just think the Giants are, I think, barring an Eli injury, which would probably put you in slate you as one of the worst four teams in the league. I think that the Giants are going to be a lot more improved this year.
1: Let's put it this way. I think Dallas is a 9-7, and 8-8 and team. I think the Giants are an 8-8, and 7-9 and team.
0: Okay, so you're right there with them. And then the bottom of the league, I think it's the Redskins. Um, you're in agreement with me there.
1: Yeah, they Alex lost. Smith will be interesting to see there, though.
0: They're going to have a decent offense, and, Jay, and Gruden over there always has a good offense, but he's not a good head coach. They don't pay attention to details. They get a lot of penalties, and their defense is just not a very good defense. Um, Jordan Reed, if he can stay healthy, which is one of the biggest ifs in NFL, is a top four, three tight end in the league. Um, Alex Smith, I think, is going to improve that offense. He's a winner. He's a better rusher than Kirk Cousins, even though Kirk Cousins has more rushing touchdowns. Um, And I think he uses the slot, which they have a good wide receiver in Crowder a lot better. Uh, I think Doxon has to take a big step forward, and I don't know if he's going to. And... They lost their second-round pick in Darius Geis this this offseason, and I think that's really going to make a huge impact. I just – Adrian Peterson is one of the best running backs ever, but I don't think he is right now. No. I don't think he's even close to it. And Rob Kelly and Samaj P. Ryan, whoever else is on that roster, I don't think they're going to be a very good running
1: back core, and their defense is not very good at all. And – for all the tactical reasons that you just outlined for coaching. why they're, they're not a well-run organization. No, I mean, they, the they, down. they self implode more than any other team, basically in the NFL.
0: I would put them right up there with the New York Knicks as one of the worst ownership groups in all of sports.
1: Yep. I agree. So I think more just a product of that for all the tactical reasons that you outlined, you know, they're, they have a lot of flaws and deficiencies on that team. Uh, Jay Gruden never really liked Kirk Cousins, and I don't know why, um, but he wanted Alex Smith. That was a trade that they made knowing that they were not going to sign Cousins to a long-term deal. So let's see if he finally has his guy, how they'll turn out. But they're not better than the Eagles. I don't think they're better than the Giants. I look at them finishing probably as 6-10. and 10. That, that's maybe 5 idea. maybe five and 10 if things really go bad. 5 right. and uh, 11 if things go really so go bad. So just to
0: wrap up the NFC East, I have the Eagles 1, Giants 2, Cowboys 3, the Redskins 4.
1: Yep, and I go Eagles 1, Cowboys 2, Giants 3, Redskins 4.
0: All right, moving on to a much more competitive division in my opinion. I have the NFC North. Um, I'm going the Vikings number one. They, they short up the quarterback position, I think. Kirk Cousins, although in my opinion he's more of a stats guy than he is a win-games guy, but we could see that change in you know in Minnesota with a much better defense and better weapons real quick. I think he's still an improvement from Case Keenum. Um, they have a great defense. They also got Sheldon Richardson in there on that defensive line. I think it's even more improved than it was. Um, Cook's coming back. Supposedly he looks really electric out there, not to mention they have one of the better backup running backs in football and Latavius Murray. That's a good one-two punch there. I mentioned Cousins as an upgrade. They have Kyle Rudolph who's a very very serviceable to good tight end and their wide receivers are great. I mean Adam Thielen is one of the best wide receivers in football. And he came out of
1: nowhere last year, really burst Absolutely. upon the scene. Absolutely. Yeah, from yeah. a
0: fantasy standpoint, he's he's an elite wide receiver from a from an NFL standpoint, he he's a very good wide receiver. And Stefan Diggs is right there as well.
1: He got a big deal this offseason too. Um so, you know, that's he's he's Paid and, and happy. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. The Vikings are my first team out of the NFC North. Um, I think Cousins is finally going to have an opportunity to show that he's a winner and to show why he was worth all that money guaranteed. Um, I think he's really good and more as of a product of what I said about the Redskins. Man, I don't think they're well run. I don't think the coach had his back and wanted him. I think that you know he's gonna have the complete confidence uh, from the from the entire organization and coaching staff. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do because I tell you, even though Shermer's gone as the offensive coordinator, Cousins is established, and this is his opportunity to take that next step with a really great defense for what you mentioned, the weapons he's gonna have on the offensive side of the ball. I don't see a reason why he can't put up all those stats that he did in Washington and then some. Um, there's a little instability with the rest of the division. So I think Minnesota is going to kind of build off of what they did last year, and and they're going to win that division again.
0: Absolutely. So for my number two team, I'm going with the Green Bay Packers. First thing I wrote down is... Rodgers' health question mark because it's come, become a bit of a concern at yeah, this yeah i'm in mark. lockstep with you they go as aaron Rodgers goes um if if you know they they got kaiser from from the uh the browns who i think could be a serviceable nfl quarterback probably better slated as a backup that can come in and do some mop-up duty win a few games here and there but if Rodgers gets hurt this team is six and ten depending on when he gets hurt they, ha- they made an improvement on the offense, getting Jimmy Graham. I know he hasn't been this Jimmy Graham of the Saints where him and Rob Gronkowski were neck and neck, but, I mean, Rodgers has never really had a tight end of that caliber ever, and he's never really had a running game to the running game that they're going to have this year between um, Williams and Aaron Jones and Ty Montgomery, who's that guy who can play wide receiver and he can play running back, and I think Aaron Jones is going to take this job from Williams when he gets off that suspension. Um, and they beefed up their O line a little bit too.
1: Yeah, they did. The offensive line, even though it's beefed up, it's still a suspect uh, to me. But I'm in lockstep with you, man. I they're going to go as far as Aaron Rodgers is going to take them. And you know, two years ago they were going to. He rode them. They rode him all the way to the NFC Championship against Atlanta, and they had no business being even a playoff team. And you saw last year how much of a drop off they had when he left. I mean, he's not a guy that just makes you better. He makes. You know, he's basically the LeBron James of the quarterbacks, you know, like if if you don't have he can take, you know, nothing and make something where more than anybody I think else in the league, uh, just because of what he can do, scrambling out of the pocket, making every throw on the field at an elite level, um, I think that they're probably, he's the best quarterback in the division, you know, hands down, but best I'm not sure about, probably in the NFL. Yeah, I'm just not sure about the rest of that supporting cast. They, they do find a way to kind of make, to find a guy who you've never heard of to come out kind of like a Ty Montgomery last year, you know, don't really know what position he's going to play. He comes in, they need him at the running back position and he, and he produces. So, I think that I don't know if talent wise that they can hang with the Vikings, but if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, I think that's a wild card team.
0: Yeah, I think he can pull out a game or two just on his own, maybe even more. Um, and then you know another thing, a side note, you know Khalil Mack being traded to the team that I'm going to mention next would have been really interesting to see if the Packers could get him. Well, we mentioned that on our yeah, last
1: podcast, man. I mean that could have been Reggie White 2.0 for them, but either way, I, I still think that they're with the addition of Mac to Chicago, I, I do think that they're the second best team.
0: Yeah. Even with Mac, I, I think I'm going to go bears number three here. I think we're still, I would like to think we're still in lockstep. Um, I think Mitchell, mm, no, no, okay. sir. <laughs> Me, well, I'm going to go bears number three here. I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to have a good second year. Usually the quarterbacks make it, you know, you figure out what you have year two, um, better offensive coordinator, better head coach. Uh, his coach, last, you know, was on his last legs. Now he's doing TV work from last year. Good to great defense. Roquan Smith, who you know is going to make a lot of noise. I think he's going to be a stud. Yeah, not to mention Khalil Mack. I mean, the guy we we spoke to how great he is. He's really going to ch- he's going to change that entire defense. Uh, they have an improved wide receiver core, getting guys like T- uh, Taylor Gabriel and even better Allen Robinson. He's going to give a guy, um, a guy like Trubisky a lot of help. Not to mention they got a new tight end. Um, the guys his name's leaving me, the guy who threw the Philly special last year in the Super Bowl.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking um, about.
0: Um and then they have good RBs. They got they have a good solid guy in between the tackles guy and Jordan Howard and they have a a good outside the tackle kind of joystick running back that can catch the ball, do some things in Tariq Cohen. I think that they're going to be the third best team in the league. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um I don't I think that I'm not nearly as high on Trubisky as you are, and that's the reason why I have them finishing fourth and the Detroit Lions finishing third. Well,
0: here's why I think Trubisky, I'm not, by all means, I'm not saying Trubisky's going to make the Pro Bowl or whatever. I just think that if Trubisky improves how he played last year with better weapons. Will he take
1: a Jared Goff jump?
0: I think he can take close to a Jared golf jump. I don't think he's going to lead them to the playoffs. So I don't think it's going to be as immense, but I don't think they have as much talent. I just think that defense is going to keep them in a lot of games and that offense is going to be good enough to win those games.
1: All right. I mean, I, I I need to see more because I think the defense is good enough to keep them in games. I think it's even better now, obviously with the addition of Mac and with Roquan Smith, who just was an incredible jump off the screen talent at Georgia. Um, and they finally got that deal done as the holdout went well into the preseason. But, no, I, I don't trust them. I don't trust that offense, even with the additions that you mentioned, because I'm not sold on Trubisky. And I, I'm going to go with the Lions simply due to the fact that they have Matt Stafford and they have offensive weapons and they put up points. They always seem to be on the periphery or one of those last playoff teams. In the NFC, I don't think that's going to be the case this year, but I do think that they're going to win eight games, seven or eight games, and I don't think the Bears are going to win more than five.
0: Okay, Um, I disagree with you. I think that I really don't like Matt Patricia as a head coach. I really didn't even like him as a defensive coordinator. Uh, He pretty much lost the Patriots to Super Bowl last year, and I just never thought he was as good of a defensive coordinator as he was. Uh, the pre as his previous guys were uh, no running game at all whatsoever. They have they have Theo Riddick. They got Legarrette Blunt. They have Amir Abdullah, who is an absolute fumble machine, and they have a rookie in there. um, But I just don't think they have an established running back, and I don't think they have a very good running back. But you know what
1: they do have? They have a quarterback that single-handedly could win you one or two games. I agree with you, but I don't think the Bears do.
0: I don't think Matthew Stafford is a winner. I think he's a guy that puts up points. If he's on your fantasy team, you feel comfortable. You're happy with that. But I don't think he's going to. he's the type of guy that's going to lead you
1: you know with now obviously, without a good defense obviously we're talking semantics we're you know debating between the third and fourth oh, yeah. teams in the division but i i just i know what he is as a quarterback and i don't think he's a winner i don't think he's a guy that's going to make them a playoff team but he has taken some teams that weren't great with a suspect running game they've had a suspect running game forever it, it hasn't been good but they he he makes guys really good on the wide receiver court they do put up points in that dome I do know that he can win one or two games a year by himself. I've seen him do it, and I don't trust that Trubisky can, no matter what the talent he has around him, and that's the only reason. Like I said, I think Detroit's probably a 7- or 8-win team, but I think Chicago is more of a 5-win team, and that's really just where I'm at.
0: I'm feeling Detroit being around... I think Detroit's only going to win five to six games. And, you know, just to say I did shit on their running game a lot, and I, I don't think their defense is good. They have a good wide receiver core for Stafford out there. Golden Tate, they got Marvin Jones Jr. and Kenny Galladay. That's three really good wide receivers. But I just don't see it with the with the coaching as well. Most importantly, the coaching. I don't think Matt well, the Patricia jury's out for sure. is going to be a good coach. Yeah,
1: the jury's out for sure. But that's what they were saying. You know, about their previous coach, where, you know, he came over from Indianapolis. The name's escaping me right now. Jim Caldwell. Caldwell, thank you. And, but, you know, he couldn't win the big one. That was their big, that was their, you know, biggest issue with him in Detroit. But that team to me is the definition of average. I think they're going to be average again. But I think Stafford is going to single handedly win one or two games. They're going to put up points, particularly when they're at home. That I just don't trust the Bears' will, and that's the only difference for me.
0: All right. So we'll give you the NFC North rundown. I have the Vikings 1, Packers 2, Bears 3, and the Lions 4.
1: Yep, and I've got Minnesota 1, Green Bay 2, Detroit 3, and Chicago 4.
0: Moving on to the NFC South, which is one of the most fun divisions, I think, in football.
1: I think this is the best division in football.
0: I agree with you. So to start it off, I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. Um, weapons all over. I think Drew Brees is going to have a much improved year. Uh, last year, I mean, he didn't have as great of a year as he did the previous 10 years. I may be speaking more of a fantasy point of view, but it was a little more dink and dunk. He didn't really drive the ball down the field. I think he's going to do that a lot more this year. One of the best wide receivers in football in Michael Thomas. Not to mention he's got that two-headed monster when Ingram comes off suspension and Alvin Kamara and um, Ingram. So I think that that offense is going to put up points for days.
1: Oh, I do too. And I'm, I'm in lockstep with you there for sure, man. I mean, in a loaded division. I Not think... to
0: mention a better defense as well, going out and getting that defensive end in the first round.
1: Absolutely. I will say the Saints won. And, and the Saints are one of those teams, you know, we're going to talk about this a lot, you know, through the NFC and into the AFC as well. You know, they're going to go where Drew Brees takes them. Drew Brees, they have been lucky where he has not missed a start. He is Mr. Iron Man out there, just as Eli is with the Giants. Um, he's going to put up a shit ton of points when he's out there, and and he's going to make all the plays on the field that you need to win. Particularly when they're at home in that dome, um, you know. Even when they go to Atlanta, you know they're playing in a dome there too. So they're going to put up a lot of points. I cannot go against Drew Brees because even though you have the Camp Newtons of the world and the Matt Ryan's of the world, the best one when push comes to shove is Brees because he's been doing it the longest. At the highest level, um, in a tough division, I'm going with New Orleans. I liked what I saw from them last year. You know, they they had that crazy loss to Minnesota uh, on that Diggs touchdown last year. You know, they should have been in the NFC Championship, and I think they have a really really sour taste in their mouth, and they're going to play with that chip on their shoulder this year, uh, knowing that they're better. The second thing I want to mention too with them is if God forbid that he goes down, the acquisition of Teddy Bridgewater from the New York Jets. That was a big pickup because now if they do go down, their season's not necessarily over.
0: Absolutely, man. I completely agree with you. I mean, it's not often that you see a team have an offensive rookie of the year and a defensive rookie of the year in the same season last year, and that just means that they're going to be really young and really good for a long time. And that acquisition of Teddy Bridgewater is big because, you know, if they win the Super Bowl this year and Drew Brees decides to move on, Teddy Bridgewater steps right up, and I think you have a really, really good quarterback. Yeah, and you know what?
1: you take, Yeah, 100%, and the last thing I'll say on them is, you know, if, if they run into a situation like the Eagles did last year, you know, where they're, if Breeze is playing at an MVP level like Wentz was and has to go down and the rest of the team is still intact and, and, and talented enough to go all the way, you feel confident in the backup that you're inserting in there that he's not going to skip a beat. And that Absolutely. He'll I think be that a was part, a hell of a move yeah, for both teams. He'll be a part. Yeah, for sure. He'll be a part of, you know, maybe taking that team. For me, the biggest thing is can they get playoff games at home? Winning the division, which you and I are picking them to do. Um, I, I think that that's going to help them a lot cuz the more games they get to play at that at the Superdome the better.
0: Absolutely. They're they're definitely electric in the Superdome. So number 2 team I have is the Atlanta Falcons. I think that they are. Matt Ryan's poised for a better year than last year, a very mediocre year, not to mention that Julio Jones is going to score more than two touchdowns. They also have Mohamed Sanu, and they just drafted the guy Ridley out, of, out Alabama. of Alabama. I think Ridley's going to be a fantasy stud in the years to come. Not this year, but I think he's going to have a great rookie year in regular football terms. They also have great running backs. They have a, one of the best one-two punches in football in Tevin Coleman and Freeman. Um and they have a very, very solid defense as well. How do you feel?
1: Yeah, they're my number two as well, and that was a tough one, Um, but I do think that last year they had a Super Bowl hangover. You know, you get so close, and, and in their minds, that they really felt they should have won that game against the Patriots, where it's so hard to mentally get through a regular season when you're really just waiting for the playoffs to start, and You know, they they were able to go out to L.A. and and beat a team in the first round in the Rams that had a lot of momentum. Um, I was impressed by that. And then they just ran into the Philadelphia juggernaut that, you know, having to play outdoors in January is not something that they want to do. You notice when they went to the Super Bowl in 2016-2017 season— um the road to the playoffs in the NFC went through their went through Atlanta and I think that's what they need to do again this year. Um I think they are a wild card team. They're my second this year for all the reasons that you picked. And and it's tough. I mean, those three teams, man, I mean, they are they are all right there and you can make great cases for each of them. But Matt Ryan's gonna have a solid year um, the addition of Calvin Ridley, I mean, adding a wide receiver of that, now they have that the two Alabama studs, first-round r- wide receivers, and Jones, who just got his more money, so he's happy. You have Sanu, who's been one of the most consistent wide receivers in the league for a long time. And now the addition of Ridley, who's going to have maybe you know a safety on him, he's not going to get the attention that, that Jones and Sanu get, and I think he's going to exploit that. He was a wide receiver at Bama who... He didn't have tremendous numbers because their offense was an auto, you know, blow the top off the defense uh, kind of offense. He's going to really be able to show that separation speed that he has. He's great at yards after the catch. He's just another addition. He's a, he's a luxury to an already stout offensive team.
0: That's the perfect way to put it, man. So moving on to number three, I got a feeling we're in lockstep here again. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. Yes, sir. Um, great QB. He wins games. Cam Newton, um, one of the best rushing QBs. He looks like a middle linebacker, a quarterback, insane athlete. Shaky defense, I mean, that defense relies on Thomas Davis, who is suspended for PED's first couple games of the year, and Luke Keekley who is, I think, one co- concussion away from his career being over. And playing that position, it's very easy to get a concussion. You know, that defense, much like Sean Lee, goes as Luke Keekly goes. And if he's out for an extended period of time with yet another concussion, Lord knows how many he's had, including that incredibly scary one. I believe it was last season where he looked like he didn't even know what planet he was on. I mean, you know, aside from football, that's just scary for his health alone. The fact that he keeps playing. But when you talk, we're talking football right now. You know, that defense is very shaky. He's a
1: throwback guy, man. I mean, he's a guy who anchors that defense uh, like the, some of the classic linebackers of, of uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago. So, yeah, but I am in agreement with you. I mean, I think they are the third team. You know, you can make a case. They lost to the Saints last year in the wild card round. Um But I think that they have a lot of weapons. I look for Christian McCaffrey to have a ridiculous year this year. I think
0: Christian McCaffrey is going to have a really good year. Questionable, running between the tackles, and C.J. Anderson is an absolute nothing. They basically replaced Jonathan Stewart with a little bit younger, a little bit less fat Jonathan Stewart i um, glad the Giants could get Stewart. <laughs> yeah, that's a really – well, Yeah, have Barkley. Who cares? Um, and then they have a decent wide receiver core. They actually drafted the first wide receiver off of the board in DJ Moore. Um, you know, they have Devin Funches, They have a couple other guys out there. But, I, you know, I still think they're the third team in the league. I don't think they're nearly as talented as the other two. And I just don't think that that defense is going to be able to hold up all seasons and they're going to be in a lot of shootouts.
1: I will say this about Carolina. Even though I'm picking them third just like you are – if they finish first, wouldn't be surprised. If they finish second, I wouldn't be surprised because they do have the talent, and Absolutely. that's and that's what's pretty amazing about this division. Is you have three teams that, if you put them in any other league, with a, aside from maybe the NFC East, um, you know they're probably projected to win that division. So it'll be interesting to see if Cam plays at the level that he did, what was it, three years ago when they when went, went to the, to the Super, Super Bowl. You know, he, he I think his ceiling is higher than that of Breeze and Ryan just because of what he can do on the ground as well. But the consistency isn't there. That they also the other have two a very have. good
0: tight end as well in Greg. Well Olson. he loves Olsen Yeah,
1: those those two have had a, you know, a perfect connection really since they since Cam got there. So um yeah, I think they're the third team, but would not be surprised. I think once again they, they could finish eleven and five, they could finish nine and seven, they could finish at five hundred. I'm thinking they're more around the nine and seven kind yep. of team.
0: But this is a tough league and this is a tough the tough division, probably the toughest in football, but finishing off this division and I think that this is gonna be one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think candidate to be first coach fired is Dirk Cutter is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Oh, I could I totally agree. Just
0: yeah. they didn't do anything to improve. I think they got worse in the off season. I mean, they drafted a running back early. But Peyton Barber looks to be the guy starting. Aside from Mike Evans, I guess you have Goodwin, who might have a good second year as a uh, as a wide receiver. Who's throwing him the ball? It Ryan Fitzpatrick right. and then Jameis Winston, who may put up good numbers. He might have been a winner in college, but he's an dude, interception on, machine. Interception machine makes terrible decisions on the field and off the field. Um, and I just don't think they're gonna be a very good team. I think they have a chance to be the to get the number one overall pick again.
1: yeah, I, I don't know how bad they'll be, but I do know that, you know, when the saints and the Falcons and the Panthers are beating up on each other, you know, they're all going to be be they're all going to beat up on the on the buccaneers. The yeah, buccaneers absolutely. aren't good. Um, you know, Fitzpatrick might be one of those catch lightning in a bottle kind of guys where he goes out there with no expectations as the replacement for Jameis while he serves his suspension and, and plays well. But, you know, he did it in New York. He's had a past of having some big games like he did in Buffalo, but you know, I, I just don't see it. And then when Winston comes back, you know, he's their former first overall pick. They're going to have to play him. You can't, no matter what the situation is, no matter how good Fitzpatrick might play, there's no way that you can tell your team that, that Jameis isn't playing. So unless that they have some belief that he's not the future of that organization. But yeah, Dirk Cutter, That they seem to be a revolving door with their coach, with their head coaching job, which is never good for a franchise. Shows a lot of instability within the organization. Um, yeah, they, they lack the talent and they lack the... They lack the, you know, functionality uh, that the other three organizations have in that division.
0: Absolutely, man. So this is the first division we were in lockstep on, and I'm not really surprised about that. NFC South, number one Saints, number two Falcons, number three Panthers— and finishing it off probably the worst team in the NFL the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yep. Moving on to the NFC West, number 1 overall I'm going to go with the Rams. Me too. I am definitely drinking the Kool-Aid on that one as is everybody else. That team is loaded all
1: over. They have to win too because they have put a lot of money, a ton of money into that into that team. Absolutely,
0: and I'm going to say this above all else, I believe in that coach. They went talent. They love them. They went talent over chemistry. They have a lot of absolute psychos on that defense. And then Sue, they picked up Talib from the Broncos, and they got the biggest psycho of all of Marcus Peters. Not to mention they had a huge defense already. I think Aaron Donald's going to be one of the. Donald, you hear that? Yeah, well and done. I think he's going to be one of the best players in football. Because we haven't um, talked um, they yet. Just, they just locked him in big time to a huge contract. And then off on the offensive side of the ball, they have great weapons as well. They went out and got Cooks, who is basically a much better version of Sammy Watkins doing what he does. They have Cooper Cup, who's a huge red zone target. They got Robert Woods as well. and And... They have one of the best players in football in Todd Gurley. Jared Goff has a lot of weapons out there to deal with, and he's got one of the best coaches drawing up plays every single week.
1: Yeah, I mean, I... I echo everything you said. There's really not much more that needs to be said. That team is so, so talented on both sides of the ball, as you alluded to. You know, I think one loss that could hurt them is Ogletree, who got traded to the Giants. I think just because from a team standpoint, you know, you mentioned all those psychos. Sometimes it helps to have that really good team captain on the defensive side of the ball, particularly from the linebacker position, which is, you know, one of the most instrumental positions on the field. Um... Especially with the way he could drop into coverage and pass and and pass rush, but I think that they have the talent to absorb that loss. Um, and they're gonna now that Aaron Donald is paid and happy. They have sunk a shit ton of money into that team, man, and they are going for it. You know, they see what's going on out there in L.A., and since they moved, you know, LeBron's a Laker, they're, they they want to run the show. They want to show that Los Angeles is a football town, and they're with that new stadium being built, they're going to play out there in the Coliseum for another year, and they're going to draw. I think they're going the, the to be the talk of the town, and I would be shocked if they don't win that division.
0: Yeah, man, absolutely. So my number two pick is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I think a full year of Jimmy G, he really showed what he was worth. I mean – you know he didn't. He, it was kind of an you know an easy walk. He didn't have the bit, the toughest schedule to play through, but he won a lot of close games. He does throw interceptions, I will say that. But there's a lot of other good quarterbacks out there. that's are just gonna say know, who doesn't are turned over, turnover prone. Um, they have you know a couple good acquisitions on. You know they got Alfred Morris. They did get McKinnon, but he did tear his ACL, so he's out for the year, unfortunately. They beefed up that offensive line. They got a little bit better on defense. They've been drafting at the top of the first round the last couple of years, and they've pretty much been taking defensive guys. Goodwin on the outside is going to be a burner. They got Kittle at tight end. I think he's going to be good. I just think this is going to be a much improved team.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, actually. Um, I'm picking them as my second team out of that NFC West. Um, I like a lot what I saw, and not just from Garoppolo, but it seemed like they really – Shanahan's
0: you know, also a very good offensive line as is. well. He is,
1: yep. And, and you know, they, they did show grit and fight. They were a team that didn't have a lot of talent, and but they fought and they really played hard, which I think is something that, you know, when you have a young team that's trying to a win. Garcon and wide receiver as well. Yeah, when you're a young team trying to win, you know, you build that chemistry through winning some close games regardless of where you are in the standings down the stretch. Garoppolo, I think, is only going to get better. You know, they have obviously committed to him long term, and I think that's well well deserved. And and he, they're going to reap the benefits of that. I love what Lynch has done as the GM out there. You know, drafting high in defense, really building a, a defensive team out there. They're not going. To, they're not ready to compete with the likes of the Rams yet. But I do think that they're a team that could finish at 500, maybe a little above. Um, I think it's the Rams winning a lot of games, anywhere from, you know, 11 to 14 games. I think the rest of that division is not that great. So even though I'm picking San Francisco, I want to get your opinion on it too. I, I'm picking them to finish second, but I think they're a nine and seven team at peak.
0: Yeah. I don't think they're great, but I just think the bottom of that division is so bad. Yeah, that it's they so are top the heavy with the Rams and nobody else. I'm not like some other people that are all in on the Niners. They're going to make the playoffs, this, that, and the third, but I just think they're better than the Seahawks and they're better than the Cardinals. I agree with you. So moving on to the number three team, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, it's basically going to be the Russell Wilson show this year. You know, back, you know, a few a few years ago, it was Russell Wilson is going to do a be basically a glorified game manager that is a good quarterback run the ball and let that defense take care of it. Well, aside from Earl Thomas, that defense is pretty much gone. Um this team is, you know, not is pretty much in shambles. Carson's coming back as a running back who, you know, he broke his he broke his foot last year his leg and he's supposedly going to make a little bit of noise, do pretty good. They drafted a running back in the first round out of San Diego State and he's already hurt. That
1: was a questionable pick at the More time. More than too. questionable. Yeah, I he, think that was a throwaway pick. Yeah, especially a of a first especially with some of the running backs that were still on the board.
0: Absolutely. They do have have Doug Baldwin and they just locked in Tyler Lockett um, to, to a long-term deal. I think Russell Wilson's going to put up good numbers this year, fantasy-wise, as he always does, just because of his elusiveness combined with his accuracy. He's just a very good quarterback, but I just think the team around him is completely decimated, not to mention that I think Pete Carroll is you know, one of the older coaches in the NFL. I think he might be the oldest, and I just think that this team is not going to be very good.
1: The Seahawks are a team that was about as good as you can be for six years, and now that's gone because Unless you're the Patriots, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why I said one of. Um, the Patriots are in their own class, but yeah, I mean they they've run their course. You know they've lost basically everybody from that Legion of Boom defense. Uh, but I think Russell Wilson will win a couple of games single-handedly on his own because of what he can do yes, in sir. and out of the pocket. Having Baldwin and Lockett are are good weapons for him. We'll see what the running game can be. They're still always dangerous at home. They will win games at home simply because of that atmosphere. Yep. Um, I don't know what division they're playing in the, NF- in the AFC, but I think that they could steal some games at home. I really am picking them 3rd. I was tempted to pick them 4th just because I don't know, but Arizona the just Cardinals I just have so bad. I have no idea what they're going to do. Now moving
0: on into them, they do have David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald still. Larry Fitzgerald has gone from being an outside wide receiver to turning himself into a great slot wide receiver, and he's ageless. Ageless wonder. I think he's going to have yet another great year if Sam Bradford can stay healthy. I think him and Bradford are going to have a nice connection. But I mean, aside from that, they really don't have much else going on. Their defense is completely decimated. They lost Matthew. Um, they lost and, their
1: DC too. Boettcher is now the defensive coordinator of the Giants. Yeah,
0: I I don't I just don't see it. You know, I think Rosen's going to be a good quarterback. I think he's going to have a good career. But I just don't think this is his year. I
1: wouldn't if he doesn't even play. I wouldn't be shocked. The most interesting part for the Cardinals will be I I mean I would be shocked if he doesn't play because even if they have Bradford and even if he's playing well it's going to show pretty quickly in the season that they are not a playoff team and they are not going to contend with the Rams. Yeah, I agree so with that. I think that you will get to see Josh Rosen probably before week 11, and then they're going to run him out there, see if he can build up some kind of rapport with David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. Um, they're in a rebuild mode, and and but I think they found a quarterback at 10. Uh, they traded up to get him, but I think that was a good spot to take him, knowing who else was off the board at the time. Um, I think Rosen went into a really good spot there and I think he could be good, but I don't think it's going to be this year. And no matter how well he plays, I think what they're hoping for is kind of a 49ers run from last year, you know, be out of it. You're probably going to lose a good amount early. Um, but maybe, you know, win some close games late down the stretch, play tough, develop the young quarterback. And then maybe next year we're having a conversation about maybe they were a surprise team where it's like. You know, the record was bad, but they maybe had a good draft pick, and Rosen seems to be the real deal, and they can move on from there because the Seahawks are only going to get worse, in my opinion. It's going to take them a long time to get back up to the top and build something. Tough division
0: to be in when you're yep. trying to get better and, right now. And
1: even though we think San Francisco's the second best team, we both are in agreement that they're about an average team. So there's no guarantee that you know they're going to take that next leap where we look at them at this point next year and say, oh yeah, they're absolutely that next great team in the NFC. So yeah, I, I'm in total agreement with you, man. Lockstep again. That chemistry's right there right there
0: now. There we are, man. We're in lockstep. So just to run down me and Sean's picks for the NFC West, Rams one, Niners two Seahawks three Cardinals four that wraps up the NFC from a divisional standpoint so let's move on to the playoffs um we'll go rankings one through six on the teams that we think are going to make it and then we'll go with some uh some offensive and defensive awards so I'll go first we'll go I'm going to go with the Rams getting that number one overall seed Saints two Eagles three Vikings four Falcons
1: five and the Packers are going to sneak in there at number six Interesting. I like that. I think Minnesota is going to be the best team in the okay. NFC. I have them one. I have LA two. I have Philly three. And I have New Orleans four. And I think New Orleans is going to be very good. But, you know, they're going to be battle-tested in that division. I think Philly and and uh, particularly LA are going to cherry-pick off of the inferior competition in their divisions. And then I have the Falcons and snagging the first wild card and the Packers snagging the second. I just okay. if Rodgers is healthy, I don't see how they're not a playoff team.
0: Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think that the Saints are going to get that number two seed. I think they're actually going to do really well in their division. I think they're going to be – you know, I think actually Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers are going to be neck and neck for that MVP. Um So moving on to the awards, I think that Rodgers is going to end up taking that MVP award just because I think he's going to put up an absolutely absurd season. And I think he's going to drag his team to that second wild card. And I think all the experts are going to be saying this team should have been, you know, seven and nine at best, you know, but Aaron Rodgers just dragged him to the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make any noise in the playoffs because you get exposed very quickly. Not to mention, I don't think Mike McCarthy is a very good coach at all whatsoever, um, but I think Rodgers is going to go ahead and grab that MVP.
1: Aaron Rodgers is a pick to win MVP is about as safe as you can get. Yeah, because it was safe. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not knocking it, man, truthfully. I mean, it's like saying, oh, well, you're picking LeBron James or James Harden to win MVP in the NBA. Like, really? Like, is that... Is that a bad pick? Of course not. I am going more outside the box. I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. Okay. Uh, I I am really looking forward to seeing what he can do, having full trust from the organization the weapons that we spoke to, that he's going to have at his disposal. He's the going to be more comfortable. Is he's going not to, playing on a one-year deal every year. No, like and that. he's not going to have to score you know, 35 points a game. He, I think he'll be able to put up the points but also play a little more conservative, which he has the ability to do because that defense is going to be so good. But I think he's going to take that next step. He has a lot to prove with that fully guaranteed contract that he got um, you know, the Vikings could have been more cost-efficient keeping Keenum, who put up great numbers last year. Pat Shermer's gone, so I don't know what kind of offense they're going to look like, but I can tell you one thing. They're going to score. They're going to put up a lot of points. They're going to look good, and I'm picking Kirk Cousins to separate himself from the pack and a little outside the box, win that NFC offensive MVP. All right. That's
0: a bold prediction, and I like it. So, moving Bold on strategy, Con. The, <laughs> there you go. See if it plays out. Um. <laughs> all right. So the next one up, we're going to go with the defensive MVP of the NFC. I'm going Aaron Donald. I just think that defense is so fucking good. Um, I mean, Sue on the other side, we're going to realize how good of a player Sue still is, not being in that f- purgatory of the Miami Dolphins organization. I mean, it was probably partly his fault because he's a fucking maniac, but – I think it's, uh, that and with the corners playing a lot of pressure on those wide receivers, you got Tlaib snatching chains, you got Peters trying to fight everybody, including the fans on the field. And oh, they're, it's great! They're, they're going to be a show, man. They are going to be locking up those guys, and you're, he's going to be sniffing a lot of quarterbacks this year. And I think he's going to—he's going to definitely make it that—that that big time contract that they paid him worth it.
1: Yeah, two things. One, I'm I'm happy you got his name right, and that's, you know. There we go. So, so there's one, and two, you're you you're 100% right. I mean, now that he got paid, he is as dominant of a player as you can get on the defensive side of the ball, and what he's going to do to anchor that stout, crazy defense that you spoke to perfectly, I, I think he's going to have a monster year. I am actually going with the newly acquired Khalil Mack of the Chicago Bears. Okay. And the reason okay. being is, as we have talked – how dominant he is now Aaron Donald is about as good as it gets but my
0: question is is Khalil Mack going to be in game shape because he may have to play himself into shape in the first four games and that I don't worry about him
1: him because I think his presence alone even if he's not at 100% is going to make that defense a lot better and by the time the season ends You know, there's one thing that Cleo Mack does and that gets to the quarterback. We spoke to it. He had 33 and a half sacks in three years. You know, he is going to be able to get to the quarterback on that bears team. And now that he's somewhere where he wants to be. And once again, I think there's something to be said for that because the bears just, you know, they traded everything in their future to get him because of the impact that he has. And we said, you know, when we were speculating where he could go, he makes an immediate impact, probably more so than anybody else in defense in the NFL. So I think simply because of that, He's driven. He's ready to go. He may not be game-shaped by week one or two, but that's okay. His presence alone will make them better. And I think when it's all said and done, you're going to look at a season of him in Chicago that is as good as anybody.
0: All right, man, that, that's that's a, definitely a safe pick as well. I, I like that one um, to to happen as well. Next one we got is the NFC Rookie of the Year on offense. I'm going to go Shaquan Barkley. I just think that there's nobody even close to him um, on this side of the league. I think he's going to be dominant. I think he's going to have a really good year. I don't think the Giants are going to make the playoffs. Obviously, I didn't pick them to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to have an electric offense this year. I think him and Odell Beckham are going to be a lot of fun along with Ingram and Shepard. I think he's going to be amazing.
1: Oh, I do too. Yeah, I, I'm picking him as well to win Rookie of the Year. I said it when they drafted him, even though I didn't love the pick, obviously, but I not because of him. He's he the best running back talent. in the league since he, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he is a talent, a singular talent, is going to do wonders for that team. He is going to also be able to catch the ball out of the backfield. He's going to be able to line up outside when they want to run five receiver sets with an empty backfield. He's going to pass block as well as any running back in the league. Just the impact he's going to have, the fantasy numbers he's going to put up. He's going to be incredible, and I think he's going to be incredible for a long time. But just to say – when you said there's nobody even close, I was looking at Calvin Ridley. I think he's gonna have an awesome year in Atlanta. Just- I think
0: he's gonna be I think he's gonna be in the shadow of the other two wide receivers, and I think he's gonna have a great year and yeah. he's got a great future. I just don't yeah. think that there's gonna be enough volume there.
1: And there might not be, but from a talent standpoint, when you look at his season, you're gonna say, Holy shit, Ridley had a good year. But I think Barkley's gonna be the guy where yeah, okay, you're justifying the number two pick based off performance.
0: All right, so we're going to go NFC Defensive Rookie of the Year, and I think we're in lockstep on this one as well. Roquan Smith out of the Chicago Bears as well. Yes, sir. Hold out at the beginning of the year, some contract disputes. He got a little banged up, but he looks like he's ready to go. I think, like you said earlier, your defensive MVP, I think he's going to open up a lot of things, Khalil Mack doing that for Smith, and I think he's just going to show an elite talent all around on the field, run stop, pass stop, rushing, everything.
1: Roquan Smith, to me, at times last year, was the best defensive player in college football. I mean, what he did in that Georg- for that Georgia defense, I mean, that Kirby Smart defense was wow. I mean, it was really good, and he shined more than anybody else. I thought that was a great pick when they took him because you see that the Bears are trying to get back to that defensive talent that has always been paramount when they've won. Um, the addition of Mac is just going to make him better. Um, he's, he's a guy that can drop into coverage from the linebacker position. He can get to anybody with his speed outside, inside. He can also rush the passer. Um, he can he can blitz. I mean, he can do everything on the field from the linebacker position. That holdout wasn't great, wasn't ideal, but they got the deal done. I think he's gonna have the same kind of impact that a Joey Bosa did last year when when he was with the Chargers and they had their issue. He's going to walk right in. He's going to have Khalil Mack there. There's other good players on that defense. But I think he's going to leave his imprint when when it's all said and done on a really good Bears defense.
0: Absolutely, man. So now let's move on to our Super Bowl picks. Um, I'll go first. I have the Saints making it to the Super Bowl. I just think this team is absolutely electric, not to mention Sean Payton is a great coach. And Drew Brees is battle-tested, and he's been there before. I think this is the year. I think they're going to go back to the Super Bowl. And, yeah, that that's my team to make the championship.
1: All right, cool, man. I mean, I can't really argue with that, but I'm going to. Um, <laughs> I'm going I'm going to the Minnesota Vikings. I, I just don't – I'm going to let you do your thing.
0: I, I just don't think Her Cousins is a winner. I, we're gonna find out because I do. So we're gonna clearly with your MVP yeah, pick. I right? hope you thought so. Absolutely. I think they're a stacked team. I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. I think they're going to be great in the regular season, but the playoffs is a different animal.
1: Here's where I think that they will. Here's why I think they will. I think they're going to have the same kind of year as they did last year, but I do think the difference is, is that NFC Championship game is going to be in Minnesota. It's not going to be outdoors, in Philly. It's not going to be at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. It's not going to be at the Superdome in New Orleans. Um, I have them beating the Rams. I think the Rams are going to take that next step, get past um, the second round, get to the NFC Championship, but they're going to have to play in Minneapolis. I just love everything about the Vikings, man. And I know they have a history of choking in big moments, and uh, you know that's a franchise thing. They they've never won a Super Bowl but they've certainly had talented teams in the past to do it. But I think this year they get there. I I do think Cousins is a winner. I do think Cousins is going to have the ability to to take that team to the next level that Case Keenum wasn't. The defense is there. The offensive weapons are there. Play at home, and I think they're good.
0: All right, well, let me just mention that the Saints play indoors. But, no, I know. From that, but it's, I,
1: it's different between the two stadiums, though. I mean, if you got to go on the road in New Orleans, that's a hostile environment. If you get to of play course. that game at your own stadium... You know, they pulled off that miracle against the Saints last year in the divisional round. So, it, you know, it's more than just the elements. It's also the atmosphere of where you're playing. Of course,
0: absolutely. Um, so, I got the Saints. You got the Vikings. So, on Tuesday, we will be releasing the AFC side. Um, not as strong of a division, in my opinion, but follow us at Sorry Sports on Twitter, Sorry underscore Sports on Instagram, Sorry com. We're going to be keeping trying to update that website. Um and it was a great one man.
1: Absolutely brother. Have a good one.